guys. Well, welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. Weren't they, weren't they great, JJ Weeks? You know, JJ was talking about something that's critical and it dovetails with it, what we're going to talk about here today. And that's how you view God and, and how you view how God views you. Does that make sense? See, there are only two ways to look at things. There is the natural, worldly way to look at things. That's what I talked about yesterday. I talked a little bit about seeing God through the world's eyes. And then there's God's way of looking at things. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And that's seeing the world through God's eyes. And you guys, this is critical. I only have 15 minutes with you. So I want you to really give me your attention. In about 12 or 13 minutes, I'm going to ask you to make a decision. And for some of you, it'll be the biggest decision you've ever made or ever will make. So please listen to what I have to share. And on that note about the decision, there are people in yellow throughout the crowd here with orange buckets that say offering. They're not collecting an offering right now. But what they're going to be doing is passing out some response cards for you. That's a way for you to tell us about your decision so we can encourage you in that decision. So you're going to get those cards in a minute. You don't have to do anything with them right now. In fact, there will be a digital way to do that same response on your phone that we'll give you at the end as well. But it's just a way for you to let us know your decision so that we can continue to encourage you in it. So today, like I said, we're going to talk about seeing the world through God's eyes. The theme of night vision this year is God is in control. Is he really in control, guys? You believe that? I do too, but sometimes it's easy to miss that when we look at the world around us. Our eyes can deceive us. In fact, there are things that you look at every day that aren't even real. Did you know that? Did you know that for millennia of human history, there was a super giant blue star that people thought was just a star? And in the spring of 1987, they realized that it had exploded thousands of years ago. Isn't that crazy? Supernova 1987. We didn't notice, notice it because it took so long for the light to get to our eyes. That's a simple illustration of a profound reality. Our eyes are not always the best uh, determination of what's true around us. So you guys, I want to encourage you today to really realize that if you do not see the world through God's eyes, things are never, ever, ever, ever going to go the way that you were designed to see them go. We have to get to a place of seeing the world through God's eyes rather than God through the world's eyes. I'm going to read a passage in 2 Kings where this exact same thing is happening. In 2 Kings 6, Israel is being attacked. Elisha keeps foiling the plots of the king of Aram. And he says, let's go get this guy, right? And so they surround his city and Dothan, but God delivers Elisha and his servant. I'm going to pick up in verse 15 reading about that. When the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those are with who are with them. You see, the servant was seeing the world... <laughs> Not through God's eyes, but through natural eyes. And Elisha said, no, let's look at this situation through God's eyes, right? So we continue. 
And Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked, and he saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. As the enemy came down toward him, Elisha prayed to the Lord, Strike these people with blindness. So he struck them with blindness, as Elisha had asked. Elisha told the men, This is not the road, and this is not the city. Follow me, and I will lead you to the man you are looking for. And he led them to Samaria. After they entered the city, Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men so that they can see. Then the Lord opened their eyes, and they looked, and there they were inside Samaria. When the king of Israel saw them, he asked Elijah, Shall I kill them, my father? Shall I kill them? Do not kill them, Elisha answered. Would you kill men that you've captured with your own sword or bow? Set food and water before them so that they may eat and drink and then go back to their master. So he prepared a great feast for them. And after they had finished eating and drinking, he sent them away and they returned to their master. So the bands of Aram stopped raiding Israel's territory. Yesterday we talked about seeing God through the world's eyes. And that's exactly where Elisha's servant was, right? He looked at what was going on in his circumstance and he said, that's reality. And Elisha said, no, that's not reality because God is in control here. Yesterday we talked about how Peter found himself in that same situation. And each one of us are going to find ourselves in that same situation day after day. Guys, we can look at God through the lens of our doubt, our fear, and our anxiety, and our worry. And if we do that, it will paralyze us. If we can see God through the truth of his word, and if we can really believe that he is who he says he is, and can do what he says he will do, then we will see exactly what Elisha and his servants saw that day, that God was really in control all around them. You guys, I talked a little bit yesterday about uh, what psychologists call scotoma, okay? There's something similar called selective attention. This is missing things right in front of you because you're focused elsewhere. And this happens to us all the time. God is working all around us and we miss it because we are focused on circumstances that we don't like. I want to encourage you to choose today to make this decision to see the world and everything you're going through through God's eyes. To be willing to let him work in and through you whatever the situation is no matter how bad it looks, to humanize, because we are called to see things through his eyes. So we need to stop looking at things through the world's eyes and start looking at them through God's eyes. This is what Elisha prayed for his servant. He said, oh Lord, open his eyes so that he can see. That's my prayer for me today. That's my prayer for you today, that you would open your eyes and see what God is doing all around you. That you see what God has in store for you, what he's trying to do in the circumstances of your life. Okay, a great example of this, guys, I read about this recently and I couldn't believe it, was a 61-year-old runner named Cliff Young. How many people start competitively running at 61 years of age? Okay, now the reason that he start, that he, he's famous is he beat all the young guys. Pretty incredible, right? In a 544-mile race between Sydney and Melbourne, Australia. And you know how he won the race? All the other racers believed the conventional wisdom that you had to run all day long and sleep all night long, right? Sounds normal, sounds reasonable. But Cliff didn't understand why they would do that. He just decided as a 61-year-old that he'd run all night long as well. So he did it and he won the race. This is no joke. You can look it up for yourself. He beat second place by 10 hours. 
as a 61-year-old. He was willing to look past what everybody else saw and to see reality for what it really was and then to act on it. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do. See, when we realize that God is in control all around us, we will be able to experience the abundant life that Jesus promised. That's a life that's not determined by circumstances, but it's one where we see that there's purpose, whatever the circumstance, and that he is involved in our lives for our good, for his purposes all around us. So I implore you today to choose to say, God, wherever you have me, wherever I'm at, I'm going to look at reality. That's what you say to be true in your word. See, when you choose to see God for who he really is, according to the truth of his word, you will begin to experience all that he has for you. And I'm not just saying it'll all be happy. You will go through trials. You're promised that in scripture. But even in the hardest trials, there will be purpose that you never imagined otherwise. Uh, This happened to Elisha and his servant. They were in a big trial. They were surrounded by an army, right? And God led them right out of it. Uh, God is the great eye-opener. Do you remember the prophecy of Jesus in Isaiah 42, where he said that he would open the eyes of the blind? And then he did that throughout Scripture, throughout the Gospels. He did that physically, but he also does that in a spiritual sense in each of our lives. You know, David said, God, open my eyes to your word in Psalm 119.18. We need to have our eyes open to his word. Jesus said, open your eyes and see how white the harvest is. If you're a Christian, there are people all around you that need Jesus. And we can believe the lie that they're not interested, or we can say, God, open my eyes to see how white the harvest is. Right? We're called to open our eyes to the reality of all that we are and all that we have in Him in Ephesians 1, 18 and 19. Exactly what J.J. Weeks was just talking about. And guys, Paul prayed for the Ephesians in chapter 3 that, that they would be able to have their eyes open to see how much God loved them. Okay, a lot of you today know that God loves you. But there are some of you that don't know that or you doubt that. And I want to close out today with one of the most important things that you'll ever hear. This is what we call the gospel. The gospel just means the good news, okay? And the gospel is this. Jesus said it in John 3, 16. You've probably heard this a million times. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. See, God loves you. That's where the gospel starts, right? It's also true, though, that apart from him, we're headed to hell. God says he loves us and he's not willing that any would perish. But perishing is a real thing that will happen to real people. And that's talking about more than a physical death. It's talking about a spiritual separation from God for eternity. For all those who rejected Jesus Christ and his offer of salvation. That's not what God wants for anyone here, though. See, Jesus says that he came that we might be rescued from that, that we might be forgiven, that we might be given eternal life by simply believing in Him. We're called to put our faith in Him. So I told you I would ask you for a decision. Maybe your whole life you've been looking at things through the world's eyes, saying, how could God be in control? Who knows? What's going on? This is crazy. There might not be a God. I'm calling you today and encouraging you today to say yes to Jesus, to say, I believe in you, Jesus. That's a decision I want you to make if you've never made it. Your entire eternity hinges on that decision. 
If you've never made that decision, I'm going to ask you to pray a prayer with me. This prayer does not save you guys. This prayer is simply an expression, a verbalization of true saving faith. If you believe in Jesus, pray this prayer with me. You can do it silently however you want. But if you're choosing to believe in him today, you could say, Jesus, I believe that you are who you say you are, that you died on the cross for my sins, and that you rose again to give me new life. Please come into my life as Savior and Lord and make me the kind of person that you want me to be. If you prayed that prayer today and began a relationship with Christ today, please go ahead and check the box on that little flyer that you got saying, I began a relationship with Christ today. There's going to be a code on the screen right now, and you'll be able to scan that with a QR reader on your phone or just type in the URL there. You could do the exact same survey on your phone, and we'll get it right away. And the reason this is important is because we want to get you some resources and some information, a small little gift bag to help you get started in your new walk with Jesus. Now, if you rededicated your life to Jesus today, if, if you heard what I said and said, man, I need to get right with God, and maybe you prayed that prayer as a way of saying, Jesus, I'm rededicating my life to you today. Mark that and let us know so we can get in touch with you as well. Go ahead and tell us your name and all that stuff. And we're going to enter you, everybody that fills that out, in a drawing that will happen after Love and the Outcome for a prize. You guys, if you do know Jesus, if you came here already a believer today, I encourage you to walk by faith, choosing each day to look at reality through the truth of God's Word, seeing the world through God's eyes and not God through the world's eyes. I promise if you do that, you will see that He is miraculously working all around you in ways that you could never imagine yourself and in ways that are way too good that you could never have planned them on your own. It will be amazing. I encourage you, if you are a believer, choose to look at Him through the truth of His Word rather than looking at Him through what the world says is true. So you guys, this is what happened with Elisha and his servant. They had the same choice that you have. I can look at the world through God's eyes or God through the world's eyes. And thankfully, they chose to look at the world through God's eyes and God showed up big. And I promise He'll do the same in your life as you choose to see Him for who He really is through the truth of His Word. He promised you that if you believe in Him, you will not be stumbling in the darkness. And that's my prayer for you today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Get ready for love and the outcome. And definitely fill out those cards and get them to us so we can get you in that drawing. Thanks, guys.